What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. I've never been this nervous in my life. Greetings from Longtime No See the Podcast. Every week we'll be inviting two blindfolded comedians to answer a series of questions about their careers, lives, and opinions. Now, let's remove those blindfolds and start the show. Hi! <laughs> what would your opening line with your celebrity crush be? Loved you in Harry Potter. <laughs> Worst date you've been on. A man bit my neck mole off once. You did what? A man bit my neck mole off. Oh my god, Jack almost fell off his chair. <laughs> be sure to follow and subscribe to the podcast. So you want to be a rock and roll star? No? Well, how about a podcast star? Well, as it turns out, there's a new all-in-one platform just for you. It's called Anchor, and it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And check this out. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And then Anchor will distribute the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify and Apple Podcast and, you know, everywhere else in, uh, in podcast land. And what's even better, you can actually make money from your podcast. Go figure. Uh, no minimum listenership on that. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go ahead. Download the free Anchor app right now or go to anchor.fm to get started. So what are you waiting for? Podcast stardom is within your reach. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. Consequence Podcast Network. Hey, welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith with the interview series presented by WFPK at WFPK.org, Consequence of Sound, and the Consequence Podcast Network. Thank you so much for checking out the series here, making your way however you found yourself uh, at this spot in the world. Uh, we always appreciate you listening. If uh, if you're not a subscriber, I do hope you enjoy what you hear enough to hit that subscribe button so you can keep up with all of the interviews that we put out. In fact, it's three a week, so it's a great way to keep up with all of your favorite artists, even discover some new ones and just know what's happening in the music world. Remember, you can subscribe, of course, anywhere you get your podcasts from. That does include iTunes and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Acast, YouTube, or again, wherever you like to get yours. I'm Kyle Merritt. Today, my guest, Kenny Wayne Shepard. He's just released a new live album that also counts as his first live DVD release called Straight to You Live, a record that was recorded in 2019 uh, in Germany. So we're going to talk about uh, the live album, uh, what went into it, and the way his sound has evolved. In fact, uh, you know, being a blues player who shares vocals on stage, playing his uh, biggest hit, you know, the song that a lot of people really know him for, Blue on Black, uh, that's a song that he 
wrote uh, basically when he was a teenager. So I want to hear how he released that song today when he's playing that song live. He also covers Buffalo Springfield's Mr. Soul in here. That ties around to a cool story about hanging out with Neil Young and his sometimes bandmate Stephen Steele's. And speaking of tributes, uh, he's toured a couple times with Van Halen really early on in his career and then later on. Uh, when we lost Eddie Van Halen, Kenny Wayne Shepard posted some pics of a, of a few of their times together. So I want to talk about his influence on the guitarist as well. So let's get into this and discuss straight to you live. It's Kyle Meredith with Kenny Wayne Shepard. Hey, Kyle, how are you? Congratulations on this new live record. I know uh, live records have kind of been the, uh, the saving grace this year. But uh, straight to you, uh, I'm loving what I'm hearing. Congrats on this. Thanks, man. I mean, you know, we're, uh, we're, we're glad to put it out right now. I mean, the fans have been asking for us to do a live DVD. Um, I mean, we did one live record, I think, back in 2010 or something like that. And, uh, you know, but we never put out a live DVD. So this one kind of is, is a dual package. So you get a, a disc with the audio for, uh, you know, it's a live album, but you also get the DVD with the whole live performance. So you can watch the video in the comfort of your own home since, you know, I mean, the live performance is the essence of what we do best, and we can't get out there and do it for people right now, so this is kind of the next best thing. Yeah, the beer is a little bit cheaper, too, which is nice when it's coming from your own refrigerator, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah free, par- free parking. <laughs> so what stood out about this show? Because this was recorded for, a, what, a, originally a German TV show? Did I read that right? Yeah, it's a big, that's kind of a real prestigious music broadcast over there, and, uh, so we were asked to be a part of that. <clears throat> we were pretty thrilled about that. And uh, we had this tour. It was one year ago, November 2019. And, you know, the whole tour was basically sold out over there. I mean, we were really kind of hitting on all cylinders. And, you know, we played that night. And at the end of the show, we all kind of felt that that was a good performance. And then we kind of watched most of it back and was like, wow, you know, camera work is really good. And we had our guys recording the audio because we record all of our shows every night and so we just kind of like you know that was that we thought well, it was a great show and great camera work and but we just kind of moved on and continued the tour and it never really popped back into my mind until they started canceling all the tours uh over the the virus and i was like man you know we can't play for people but you know what about that show that we filmed you know that, that was really good and so we started looking at it and thought i was like man this might be they've been asking for many many years this might be the right time to finally give them, you know, a live performance that they can watch at home. Now, I, I want to ask about some of these songs, but, uh, you know, it being a German TV show, I always hear about artists talking about the infamous German interview. Do you know what I'm talking about? The, uh, the It seems to be like the, the, the great backhanded compliment that, that comes with a German interview. I wonder if you've ever had those. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I get a lot of that. Uh, historically, over the course of my career, I've gotten a lot of backhanded compliments in the United States. It just depends on who you're talking to. You know what I mean? So uh, I don't know that it's exclusive to Germany at all. The the songs on here, again, you guys, you you said it, you're firing on all cylinders. Uh, You know, with with one of the first listens that you guys put out there with Woman Like You, I always, I'd wondered because, you know, here you have um, you guys singing, and, and for you, what you're doing on the guitar, does that become like a duet partner when you have those instances? Well, so, you know, our, the sound of this band has evolved. I mean, in the beginning of my career, I really didn't sing, and I was just playing guitar, which I love to do, and, and frankly, I would be just fine just playing guitar all the time. Um, but over the years, it's evolved where I've started singing lead vocals as well, and so now we share 
lead vocals in the band between Noah Hunt and myself. Uh, so it's almost evolved into like a 50-50 kind of thing. My voice is really different than his voice. And so what that's actually enabled us to do is to kind of have a broader range of sounds and, and of songs and music that we can actually perform because we have such different voices. But we harmonize together. Like if I'm singing lead vocals, he'll sing the background vocals and play rhythm guitar. Or if he's singing the lead vocals, I'll do the background vocals and play guitar. And so, you know, it's kind of like, and then there's parts like in the beginning, A Woman Like You, like you were just mentioning, where, you know, there's a riff, an opening riff that I'm singing the riff and playing the riff at the same time. So there's a lot of different elements, a lot of different facets to what's going on in the band as it's evolved over the past 30 years. And, and it's, I think we've, you know, gained a lot more flexibility as a result. Noah's got a great voice. I should throw that compliment out there, too. I mean, that man, it is a, it is a great range that the two of you all bring together. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, he's got, I think he's got one of the greatest voices in, in blues and, and rock and roll today, for sure. Now, I'll also bring up uh, Blue on Black, of course, uh, one of the, the, the greatest songs, uh, one of the most famous songs in your catalog, I should say, and I, I say that meaning I, I love a lot of the songs. Do you find that you connect with a song like that differently, though, considering that you were so young when you recorded it? No, man. I mean, you know, I still, I remember the moment we recorded it. I remember writing it. Uh, I remember, uh, you know, kind of every step of the way with that song. And and thankfully, it's like, you know, as a songwriter, you, you know, I think the biggest goal as a songwriter is to try and write a song that's timeless, you know, and that uh, really doesn't age and, you know, that maybe will you know, have many different lives uh, rather than just the initial release. And so as purely from a songwriter's perspective, I mean, that's one of my proudest moments is, is having um, written that song because that, you know, to me, it fits that, that mold of like being a timeless song. It's now, you know, been re-recorded a couple of years ago and with Five Finger Death Punch and Brian May for Queen and myself, and it was number one all over again. So, you know, to have, Two number ones with the same song and in the same career is pretty crazy and uh, it's pretty exceptional. I think I'm very, I feel blessed, you know. Now, with a few of the covers on here, you do an amazing version of Mr. Soul. Uh, that originally was on Traveler, of course. It makes a live version on this, uh, on uh, on Straight to You as well. What's to, why, why did you want to tackle that one? Well, so a couple years back, a few years back, uh, you know, I have a side band with Stephen Stills from Crosby, Stills and Nash and Buffalo Springfield, you know, all the bands he's been in. And so Stephen and I had a band, um, and we've done a couple records and some tours together. And then uh, we were doing a fundraiser that Stephen does every year to raise money and awareness for autism. And Neil Young came out and played with us in our band. And we did a number of songs together, and one of them was Mr. Soul. And I was just, like, fired up to do that song I, I wanted to do that song and then we got to do that song and it was really a lot of fun and i really enjoyed it and then i started thinking you know my band could probably do a good version of that so we went in the studio and we we cut it and i thought it was pretty good it was kind of my way of you know paying tribute to that really cool experience of playing it with steven stills and neil young well it's a hell of a version i, I should also bring up as far as tributes go uh, you posted uh, a picture, a couple pictures, I think, back-to-back with you and, and Eddie Van Halen, uh, which, you know, was interesting because they're two very different parts of your career. But but how, I mean, was he like a mentor? Was he? Did he fill that role for you as well? Well, I mean, every, every, look, every guy that wanted anything to do with guitar at some point wished that they were Eddie Van Halen, you know. Even though my style of playing, you know, went down a different path, you know, he was still... 
a big influence. And then, you know, getting to tour with him back in the 90s and becoming friends and, you know, getting to know him on a personal level and then, you know, doing it again back in 2015. We did that entire final Van Halen tour with those guys. I mean, you know, I mean, he was a real, he, he had a big effect on me on a personal level and a professional level for sure. Well, uh, I love what you're doing. I know uh, you got tour dates resuming in March, and hopefully that you know sticks to the plan right there and getting back out there because uh, you know what we're hearing from Straight to You, it's a really great testament to what you're doing out there. So, Kenny, again, congratulations on this new live album. Thank you so much for talking about it today. Appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me. Now, I also spoke to Kenny Wayne Shepherd back in 2017 when he was uh, touring his eighth album called Lay It On Down. I want to include that interview here as well. In this one, uh, Shepard and I uh, talk about stretching uh, out beyond the blues, tackling Americana, country, and jazz, though mostly, most definitely not forgetting where he came from. And then we also got to talk about working with co-writers, uh, those powerful solos that he does, and how most types of music all comes back to the blues. Part two of Kyle Meredith with Kenny Wayne Shepard. Hey, man, I'm here. How are you? Excited to be talking, uh, loving this new record, man. Thank you. Yeah, I'm pretty pumped about it. So, so I, I gather, at least from the press release part, the whole thing about this, as you said, is trying to, I don't know, tackle American Roots music, but that's that's such a broad statement that I was, I was kind of wondering if you would be able to, to kind of break that down for us. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it's a broad statement, but if you listen to the record, it's a pretty diverse uh, and broad ranging album, you know, so like we, we did, obviously blues is the foundation of everything that I do. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's the common thread throughout the whole record, but we took blues music and we kind of pushed it into a few different directions and, and, and we did it naturally. We, you know, it wasn't like too intentional. I was just kind of like doing the music that I felt uh, compelled to do, but some of my other American music influences came out. So you've got blues and blues rock, and then you've got, uh, like, there's a song called Diamonds and Gold that has a real R&B vibe to it, you know, with, like, kind of like a Memphis-type horn section and uh, an urban kind of delivery with the vocal on it. Then you've got Hard Lesson Learned and um, and Lay It On Down, the title track that have a slight country influence to them. Uh, then you have, like, the straight-up blues. So, you know, there's, like, a lot of variety uh, on the record. But all of those genres are very closely related. So if you know what you're doing, you can kind of weave in and out of them together and use each genre to kind of to advance, you know, the other one into different directions. And, and it doesn't sound, like, weird. Right. I mean, that that is one of the things I noticed uh, right from the beginning is with all those styles, it still makes an album. Like this deal, it doesn't sound like you're just trying like, okay, and now here's Kenny Wayne Shepherd doing, you know, Americana, or here's Kenny Wayne Shepherd doing, you know, uh, New Orleans or, or something like that. It's still, there, there is such a cohesiveness to it. And I guess that completely speaks to what you were saying there about how close those, I don't know, sounds are when you really get down to it. Well, yeah, I mean, if you trace all popular music back to its origin, at some point you're going to find yourself back at blues music. Right. And country and blues were always just... Uh, you know, variations of one another and uh, rock and roll came from blues and R&B, you know, the same thing they call R&B stands for rhythm and blues, you know, and so all of these things kind of trace it back. You'll always find yourself back at the blues. And so, like I said, you know, it all kind of stems from there. So if you know what you're doing musically, uh, and you do it kind of in the right way, it, it, it creates new musical opportunities when you start mixing this stuff up. It's really the clothes that makes the genre. Yeah, absolutely. It's definitely, it's like the thread that kind of binds it all together. And, and it always has been for me. 
you know, if you listen to my records over the course of my career, we've always taken blues music and tried to go into, you know, and into new and different directions with it, usually through mixing it with rock and roll to create a more contemporary blues sound or a blues rock sound. But on this one, you know, we found some, we brought some other things into it. Yeah. And one of those things, by the way, is co-writing. You work with co-writers on this record, right? Yeah. I mean, I always have from day one. I okay. just enjoy collaborating with other people, but I wrote with some new people on this album. You know, I stepped outside the comfort zone. I was a brand new producer uh, and a bunch of new songwriters that I've never worked with. Although there are a couple of songs uh, that I wrote with Mark Shelby and Tia Sillers. So I wrote Blue on Black and Deja Voodoo and a lot mm-hmm. of my previous hit songs with them. And we've been writing together since the beginning of my career. It'd be easy to just kind of stick to what I know works, but I really want to push myself to do something different, get out of the comfort zone and challenge myself. And so I met up with a lot of different people uh, trying to write, you know, some new material and then kind of honed in on the collaborations that I thought were working really well. And then we came up on a whole new group of songs with some new people. Was there a standout aha moment for you working with uh, some of those others? Well, yeah, I mean, you just know, like, chemistry is not something that can be forced or fabricated. It either it exists between people or not, and uh, and it becomes obvious. You know, you kind of sit down in a room that's a pretty intimate setting, and, you know, and, and you start trying to write a song, which is kind of a personal experience. And you know pretty quickly whether or not it's working. And so, yeah, I mean, when, when the chemistry's there, you can certainly identify it. And so I kind of noticed that with certain people and started honing in on that and, and really focusing on the ones that were working well. Yeah, that's what I've always found uh, interesting about co-writing. You talk about that intimacy, and here's someone that you don't you might not know very well at all. You might be meeting for the first time, and, and even if it's not, even if it's, you know, even if it's just a story and it's not autobiographical, there's still a sense of, it's like making out with a stranger, I guess, <laughs> because... <laughs> <laughs> I guess it kind of can be, you know, and you're just kind of waiting to see if there's going to be the spark. But yeah, you know, more often than not, I mean, if, if you know you're aligning yourself to people that have talent, then you're at least putting the odds in your favor that something good is going to come out of it. But there's no guarantees, you know. Right. On into the album then, you know, well, actually, I'm going to put your whole career on, on this sentence because, you know, for for the songs that we love, you're known for that guitar, like... And I sort of wonder, you know, for you writing these songs, did, did you ever see the vocals as a means to get the guitar out? Well, the vocal and the singing and the words have always been important to me. Like when I signed my record deal uh, when I was 16 years old and Irving Azoff signed me uh, to his record company and he said to me, what kind of record are you going to make? And I said, well, I don't know yet. I haven't decided you know exactly what i'm gonna do and he said well look just go make whatever album you want to make he's like i don't care if it's all instrumental you know whatever you want to do just go do it you know so i had the opportunity if i just wanted to just make a whole album of guitar for my first album that's what i could have done but to me i come from a, a family uh where my dad was in radio and he was a program director and general manager of on air personality on many different radio stations. So I grew up around a radio station. I grew up listening to hit songs and I grew up, you know, watching bands come through town and watching shows. And, but, you know, the lyrics, the vocal melody, the, you know, having songs. That, and this record in particular has a lot of these songs on it where, you know, people, it makes you want to sing along to it. You know, I wanted to have some really hooky melodies because. You know, as a writer, man, when you see people sing along with your song, that's a really great validation, oh, yeah. you know. And so um, the lyrics, the vocal, to me, has always been as important as the guitar. Um, otherwise, 
you know, I would have just put out a bunch of guitar based albums. You know, I, I see music as an opportunity to move people and to convey a message and move people emotionally through music. And you can do that with and without lyrics, but uh, the lyrics and, and the singing has always been pretty important to me as well. But about that guitar, though, I mean, it's, you know, it, it, I guess it's one thing just to stay in key, but those solos sort of have to speak for this song at the same time. Like, I don't know. I, do you ever look at it in a certain way? Like, I don't know, is, is the guitar in a in a duet with those vocals? You know, when it's time for the solo, like, what does that mean for you for this song? Oh, well, the solo is an opportunity for me to move people without words. And so, yeah, that's a pretty important thing. And you, and it's not something that, uh, you know, that just anybody can do. And, and it's a challenge every every night, every song. You know, I, ch- I try and challenge myself to, to do that. That's the goal. So I actually move somebody emotionally without even opening your mouth. And there's all kinds of ways, you know, that you can do that. And But, but playing a solo is like, yeah, it's like painting almost. You have to... You start with a blank canvas, and and then you have to craft something from scratch that you think is going to move people. Yeah, well, it's always impressive what you do, and and I'll point out one of the songs too, the title track, uh, just a great song. Lay it down. Yeah, um, thanks. That's that's one of the reasons why you know I, I feel that's a powerful song, and that's one of the reasons why I chose it for the title track, and because this is the first, if I'm not mistaken. The first studio album that I've uh, that's a song, first song in the studio that I've played a, a guitar solo on an acoustic guitar, which is you know a little different for me uh, and probably not what people expect. But you know, it's, I think it's a great song. It has a powerful message behind it. Yeah, and that might be why it stood out too, because when you first hear that, it is very different from what I get from you. But it's beautiful, it's just beautiful. Yeah, so, thank you. Yeah, and, and 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 I'll leave you on a on a lighter note too, because a hard lesson learned, you know. The blues have made uh, an entire history on talking about how love went wrong or or whatever. <laughs> but right. to find you know a uh, a new way or or just a way to talk about something like that that hasn't been beaten to death and I don't know I, I had a lot of fun with that song and it sort of falls in that like they say there's only so many ways you can skin a cat but somehow <laughs> you're still finding ways to do that. Right. Well, yeah, that is kind of one of the oldest stories to be told of mankind is, you know, the broken relationship between a man and a woman. And, uh, yeah, it seems like there's only so many ways you can tell that story. But, you know, that that is a challenge and, and is to tell it and tell it slightly different um, and still keep people interested in it. And country music, you know, for a long time was about that. And blues music, you know, that's what... The stereotype, you know, people throw out there, mm-hmm. like somebody whining about, you know, a, their woman doing them wrong. But yeah, we tried to just tell it in a creative and, and revealing and kind of just very vulnerable position, you know, from this guy that keeps getting burned and he can't help himself. He keeps going back over and over and over again to a woman that doesn't love him as much as he loves her. His loss is my gain, I suppose. So Right. <laughs> there uh, you go. All right, Kenny Wayne Shepherd, thank you so much uh, for calling today. And, and for the record, we really do love Lay It Down. So thanks so much. Yeah, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. All right, take care, man. All right, man. Bye-bye. All right, bye. And my thanks to Kenny Wayne Shepherd again. The, uh, the newest album is a live record, also a DVD called Straight to You Live. Big thanks to you as well for checking out this episode and our series. Before you get out, I do hope you hit that subscribe button. Again, you can do it wherever you like to get your podcasts from, including iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Acast, Podchaser. After that, 
head to WFPK.org, where I do a show Monday through Friday, starting at 6 p.m. Eastern, an hour full of song premieres, music news, anniversary spins, and bonus interviews. Again, Monday through Friday, starting at 6 p.m. Eastern at WFPK.org. Consequence of Sound has your music and film news. You can also find me on the social media spots, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, please do like and follow along there as well. All of them at Kyle Meredith. That does it for another edition. I'm Kyle Meredith. I'll see you next time. Consequence Podcast Network. Hey, I'm Jen, and I love horror movies. I'm Mikey. I'm dead inside, and I also love horror movies. And we really like to torture our friend Todd, because he hates horror movies. That I do. And that's why they call me the horror virgin. <laughs> that's the only reason we call him that. I'm not, no other reasons at all. None <laughs> oh, Whatever. So every, <laughs> every week, we take him through the encyclopedia of horror, the good, the bad, the ridiculously Jack Frosts. <laughs> and then we make fun of it more or less. Or explain its deceptive feminism. Oh. Yeah, exactly. That's what I do. That's my thing. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm the funny one. <laughs> <laughs> Our episodes drop on Monday, so check us out. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at wfbk.org from Louisville Public Media. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at trylifemd.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.